Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I'm up in New York City. Buck is down in Miami, which feels like the only place that isn't getting snow right now, by the way. Uh, Have you seen some of this crazy weather stuff that's going on? Like they have a blizzard warning in L.A. County. Uh, I, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, tons of snow in Portland. Maybe the crime will diminish a little bit for a while there. One of the biggest snowfalls ever. I think they got 11 inches there. Um, and so uh, if you're battening down the hatches all over this country from the West Coast as it moves across the East Coast, monster winter storm underway. Uh, and we'll get, basically dive into the East Palestine continued fallout as Mayor Pete took it on the chin as he traveled around in Ohio and had to answer all sorts of tough questions. Uh, The economy and the inflation continues to get worse. uh, And we're going to be joined by Ted Cruz here in a little bit, about 30 minutes from now, he will hop on the show. But Buck, right off the top, as I am sitting talking to you, the entire news media has been taken over by the Alex Murdoch trial. It is airing live. He's being cross-examined right now on, on both Fox News and CNN. For those of you who have not heard Alex Murdoch and don't really know what's going on, double murder trial in South Carolina that has captivated much of the attention in this country. Another one of these trials uh, and, uh, and and media mysteries that takes over the media ecosystem. And so I wanted to play audio uh, so you could hear him where he admits stealing almost $4 million in 2019 alone. Let's play cut 13. Would you admit that your stealing increased in particular after the boat wreck? Uh, no, sir. I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? I think I continued to do it, but... As I sit here today, I, I don't think I took more money that I should not have taken after the boat wreck than I did before the boat wreck. So you wouldn't agree with me that in 2019 alone you stole about $3.7 million? 
No, I, th I think that's correct. All right. And you would, would you agree with me, though, that that figure in 2019 was generally higher than any other year that you've been stealing since 2011? In any year, sure, I'd agree with that. Wild, Buck. You now have gotten sucked in on this thing because yesterday when we were talking about it, you were still kind of familiarizing yourself. But you really, I mean, if you put on the news, you can't escape this story right now. You know, I had just read about it. So, you know, and so like so many things, you know, you and I in prep for the show, you're just reading and reading and reading. And so I hadn't really engaged yet and and gotten I had never heard Murdoch uh, speak until yesterday when they when they first had him take the stand. I wasn't following the case as closely. I, I just bring all that up because I mean, this is, you know, you know this, you know this better than me having been a, been a lawyer, but uh, this is the kind of high courtroom drama yeah. that everyone is used to seeing from Law and Order episodes, you know, from, uh, uh, you know, the Pelican Brief, all the John Grisham novels, uh, you know, uh, you know to, to Kill a Mockingbird, right? I mean, you, you think about all these, you know, these different um uh, big courtroom uh, speeches that we've seen. And, and you, you, when you actually do law, and I have a sister who's a corporate lawyer, it's a lot of paperwork, right? I mean, it's, it's a lot of motions and emails and, and paperwork. You, you and think document when review. you go off to law school, you're like a time to kill and a few good men is yes. what lawyers do. And then you're 25 or 26 years old and you sit down at a desk and look at documents for 14 hours a day on your computer screen and you're like, oh, my God. I mean, law school, I loved, Buck. I always tell people, people say, should I go to law school? There's probably people out there right now, young kids, like they're wondering, hey, my son or daughter, they're interested. I loved law school. You learn all yeah. the interesting stuff. You read all the interesting cases. And then I remember one of the first cases I had was, uh, is February 29th excusable neglect on a missed file deadline because it was a, you know, a leap year. That is not the kind of thing you sit around in law school studying, dreaming of fighting about, right? But that's right. what the actual reality of most lawyering is. Everyone believes, you know, I took what were the equivalent of some pre-law classes in undergrad, and everyone thinks they're going to end up arguing some major First Amendment case on the, you know, right in front of the Supreme Court or something. By the way, Ted Cruz, who has done that, <laughs> he'll be with us yes. in a little bit, so we can ask him about a range of issues, including East Palestine, including, I want to I also ask Ted Cruz a bit more about Ukraine, because there does seem to be this uh, this reality that is increasingly upsetting when you pay attention to it, that a lot of Republicans are just going along with this and don't feel the need to explain to their voters. Why are we doing this? What are the outer limits of what we're going to do in Ukraine? But but just to come back to the Murdoch trial, uh, it is it is high courtroom drama. You have a multimillionaire attorney. Yep. Right. On the stand. It, this would be the plot of a best-selling John Grisham or who's the other um, who's the one from like uh, Illinois? Isn't there another uh, super Scott Turow? Scott Turow. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Scott Turow. Um, this could be one of the one of those novels. I do. Th I do think though it's interesting to hear him as well when he's talking about uh, his opioid addiction, and you know this ties into what we often discuss with the border. And the worst drug, we have the worst drug problem in this country right now in history. Yes. In history. More people dying from drugs, more people addicted to drugs. And the death number, I think everybody sh has to remember, for every person who overdoses, there are a hundred, perhaps a thousand, I mean, I don't know the actual number, but who are 
extremely addictive. Yes. And that's destroying families. That's resulting in a lot of criminal behavior. When you go into these Democrat hellhole cities, the areas in the downtowns where you're seeing people walk, you know, the people will say, oh, well, the, they're, they're, there's a homelessness problem. Well, no, there's actually a congregation often of opioid addicts who are trying to feed their habit, who are committing a whole bunch of crimes, usually property crimes, but sometimes violent crimes. And you think of the degradation that has across society. Here's a guy who's a multimillionaire lawyer and be, put aside the, the, the murders and all the other tragedy for a second that's you know, front and center in the trial. But just this can destroy your life. Oh, it, it, it will ruin your life as fast as a terminal disease if if it uh, if it gets bad enough. And this is exactly what you're hearing on the stand. I wonder, you know, if the jury views this sympathetically or he's so damaged that clearly he's the guy who did these murders. You know what I mean? That it's it's tough to see how they would how they would view it. I listened, Clay, all morning. I was listening all morning to this trial. Buck, one of the great things, and you just hit on it, uh, that we did in law school, because you don't get to do it very often. Vanderbilt, and I'm sure many other law schools do as well. I I, I can't speak to it, but I, I when I was in law school, we had a trial advocacy course. Uh, you had to be a 3L, I think, your last year of law school to take it. And they have rigged a courtroom, in a built a courtroom setting inside of the law school with all of these cameras, and they bring in people who want to serve as jurors, and they tape all of their deliberations. So you put on a trial, and you have witnesses, and you then get to watch as they deliberate, hey, what witnesses were trustworthy? What attorneys did we like? What did they do that we liked? What did we do that they didn't like? Because so much of this, as you can see, it's storytelling, and it is it is very theatrical. And one of the things you learn is, to your point earlier, on everybody has watched A Few Good Men. Everybody has watched A, a Time to Kill. All of these different iconic films. The jurors now expect for the lawyers to put on a show, right? So the trial lawyer aspect is now influenced in many ways by the expectations that the jurors have from Hollywood. And so it is it is always interesting what what in what way the connections occur. And obviously when you're watching CNN or Fox News right now, they're not ever putting the jury on. So you can't see how they're responding to people on the witness stand. Do they find the tears from Alex Murdoch? Do they find that like crocodile tears? Do they find it uh, evidence of his sincerity? You never know. And so that is why this, to me, is so incredibly interesting to try to analyze what might happen. And to your point, you very rarely see a defendant in a case like this take the witness stand, get cross-examined, especially a lawyer who has spent a lot of time in a courtroom as the trial attorney, you know, on the other side of the bench to then be a witness. It's captivating. I mean, my understanding is that his lawyers, his defense team, uh, were telling him, don't do this, as in don't take the stand. But he realizes it doesn't look good for him. I mean, the, the preponderance of the evidence right now is clearly against him. Um, and I think that because he is a lawyer, he has decided that he might be able to break that usual standard of a well-advised defendant will not take the stand in their own defense. That that's, this is just, you know, you hear this from, again, watching Law and & Order and all these different programs that, that give people some sense of it. But also the, 
the totality of the events around around this case, um, when you look at the the death of that young girl in the boating accident, yep. what that did to obviously her family, but also the impact of that on the on the Murdoch family, the death of the um, uh, household employee who fell down the stairs with a balloon life insurance policy that went to I mean the, I, I've that's the to me that is among the most suspicious of all of and that would have never that, come out Buck if we hadn't had all these other things come out right, right? like I mean so, it's it's just crazy all the different tendrils to this story and and you got a guy who we know he's an opioid addict uh the, the Daily Mail uh, Daily Mail reporting that he had a pill habit of 60 pills a day and that he was going through to the point about how destructive an opioid habit can be and how much more powerful, you know, I I do think there needs to be on a policy level on on a political level, stepping back from this, a rethink about the drugs, drug laws and all the stuff we talk, because for a long time, certainly from, I'd say the last 15 years or so, there was such a focus on marijuana and legalization. It happened in a whole bunch of cities, happened in a number of states. And people start to think, well, all drugs, all, you know, illegal drugs are illegal drugs. We should just legalize everything. Opioids are different. These things are so potent, so addictive, and can kill you so easily that to, tr- to talk about them in the same sentence as, you know, marijuana or, or even some of the other Schedule One drugs, I think is, is a mistake. Uh, I think this is a whole different category. Um, this has to be seen as as a scourge across all of society. And you have a sixty thousand dollar a week pill habit. I mean, think about think about it. I don't even know how that's possible. It's wild. And in terms of him on the stand, Buck, the one thing I wonder, and I think you were right about, you know, generally speaking, guys don't take the the stand in their own defense. But the one thing I wonder is he spent so much time in the courtroom himself. Has he been trying to read the jury, and does he think that he's got one or two people on this jury that he might be able to persuade not to argue that he is guilty? Because I think the idea, and so he's going for some form of a hung trial, I think the idea that he's going to be able to persuade, based on the evidence that I've seen, 12 jurors that he's not guilty is highly improbable, in my opinion. But he may have been sitting in that courtroom looking and observing himself, and I wonder in some fashion whether he could be trying to give his testimony in a way that appeals to those one or two that he feels may be sympathetic to his uh, argument. Well, we'll have Ted Cruz with us in just a little bit. We can ask him about this, and also we'll talk to him about East Palestine, Ukraine, Biden administration. We'll, we'll run the run the gamut with, uh, with Ted Cruz uh, coming up in just a few minutes. A little bit like having an NBA all-star uh, assessing the, uh, you know, someone else playing, playing out on the basketball court. Cause he's a guy who's done big cases at the, at the top level. Woke activists, as you know, have seized control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money without our knowledge or consent. A few large investment firms names, you know, that control trillions of dollars of your money are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining 
letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. Consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. Consumersresearch.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Just want to remind everybody for a second here, just just take a moment for all of us to remember who is the president of the United States, which political party is in charge right now? Because it seems that the transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, I don't know if he had a lapse or he's just doing the most obvious political deflection, it's probably both. But when asked about all the situation in East Palestine, where even Democrats have said, oh, this is not a good look. It's not a good look when you have thousands and thousands of animals, fish, wildlife turning up dead, poison from some massive uh, noxious chemical burn slash explosion in a small town in Ohio because of a train derailment. You know, you should have the time to send 
at least some of your top people, if not Joe Biden himself, there. So there's been this big delay. But Mayor Pete wants you to know, of course, Clay, it's not Biden's fault. You know what Trump should really do? He should go and say that there's a deregulation problem that's his fault that led to this. Play four. You mentioned a national political figure who's decided to get involved. It sounds like you're talking about Trump. And then you said, I need your help. How can he help? Well, one thing he could do is uh, uh, express support for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. I heard him say he had nothing to do with it, even though it was in his administration. So if he had nothing to do with it and uh, they did it in his administration against his will, uh, maybe he could come out and say that uh, he supports us moving in a different direction. That'd be a nice thing for him to do. Yeah, very smug. What deregulation? What what deregulation led to the not just this uh, train derailment, Clay, the snarling of supply chain that's happened or Buddha judges? Is the price of eggs Trump's fault, too? I just wonder. Well, I also wonder, didn't Joe Biden basically reverse every single thing that Donald Trump did with a pen uh, the moment he arrived, essentially, in the White House two years ago? If this was such a massive issue that the Biden administration believed was likely to result in calamity, they've been in office two years. Why didn't they fix it? As a general rule out there for everyone the minute the story turns to it's Trump's fault is a sign that the Biden administration is panicking because that's their playbook when they don't know what to say otherwise. It's, oh, it's Trump's fault because they know that their base, at least, no matter what the story is, will buy into the idea that it may well be Trump's fault. It's one way to go. Just blame blame Trump. Everything. Going into year three, going into year three of the Biden administration – I just don't know why Trump had to mess things up for Biden so much for all of his presidency. It's almost like Biden can't get anything done because of big, bad Trump. No doubt. And, Buck, they wouldn't even let Biden in three weeks travel to East Palestine. I mean, gosh, I can't believe Trump is controlling Biden's schedule like that. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does, too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Here's how you do it. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started. In less than eight minutes, you can see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. You can get a payroll tax refund, potentially up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com already has helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. No upfront charges. They don't get paid until your business gets gets its refund. Just find out whether or not you qualify. Takes eight minutes. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. GetRefunds.com. That is GetRefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Scheduled to be joined by... Senator Ted Cruz here in the short term, at least, but obviously things can go a bit awry with Senator schedules, as you can well imagine. But, Buck, this ties in with what you were just talking about. They're trying to blame Trump now for East Palestine, Ohio, and Ted Cruz is with us now. Uh, Senator Cruz, appreciate you joining us. And you asked a question, I think it's actually a really good one, and uh, it was, what the hell does the Mayor Pete have to do to get fired as transportation secretary, I most people couldn't even name a transportation secretary before this, as we've talked about on the on the radio program, and he's failed on every front. 
It really has been spectacular. Uh, you think about two years as transportation secretary and the disasters that have unfolded. It started with, in the very first year, a supply chain crisis where you went to the grocery store and you couldn't find baby formula. You couldn't find basic supplies. You couldn't find things that always were there until the supply chain collapsed. And what was Pete Buttigieg doing? He was on paternity leave at the time. He couldn't be bothered to actually do his job as transportation secretary and address the supply chain because he decided to be home on paternity leave. That Then you have after that, we had last year, we, we came within inches of having a massive nationwide railroad strike because, again, the transportation secretary had screwed up bringing the sides together, together and getting the, the labor agreement resolved before a strike was imminent. We also looked at just a few weeks ago where the FAA had a, a, an error in, in what's called its NOTAM system that resulted in all commercial aviation in the United States being grounded, the first grounding since September 11th under Pete Buttigieg's watch. And now you've got uh, train derailment. You, you, you've got East Palestine and this horrific derailment. And day after day after day, Pete Buttigieg didn't even show up. He finally got there yesterday after delaying nearly two weeks. It is truly remarkable. He spends his time doing politics. He spends his time talking about gun control and talking about how he thinks freeways are racist instead of actually doing the job he has, which is a really important job, and apparently he's too busy to carry it out. Hey, Senator Cruz, it's Buck. You know, the Babylon Bee had a one of its headlines go go quite viral recently about this issue that Transportation Secretary Buttigieg defends his job performance by re- reminding everybody that he's gay. That was the Babylon <laughs> Bee headline. And, and I think one of the reasons that that really caught on with so many people is the Biden administration is and just just recently they were even saying, you know, uh, touting and 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 uh, really bragging about how they're the most diverse and most inclusive administration, right? This is a big, a big line they use. But does that also then mean when they say, well, we have the following person in some identity politics scale uh, who we're so proud of putting in this role, doesn't it make them almost unfireable for Democrats from a job performance standard because they don't want to do that? Well, it sure seems to, Buck, and I, and I got to say, it, it's almost as if taking a small-town mayor and putting him in charge of a massive cabinet agency in charge of the U.S. transportation system is not a good idea. Like, he, he is not remotely qualified to do the job, and if he were, he could start by actually putting in the time. Look, his first day on the job, he, he wanted to show how woke he was, and ride a bike to his office to show, okay, I am environmental Pete. But at the same time, he didn't want to actually do the work of biking to the office. So what did he do? He got in a big black Suburban. He drove all the way to his office until he was a block away. And then he got out and got on a bike and biked the final block for the TV cameras. That sums up the Biden administration. Ride a bike for a block, get the photo op, but don't actually do the job. Senator, you uh, – one of the most important things I bet you would, would say and one of the coolest things about being a senator is to get to give nominations 
for people who go to the military academies. Yeah. And, and I know you get absolutely down, I mean, just deluged, I would imagine, in the state of Texas with people who are hoping to be able to go to those military academies. And you've been looking at the requirements of who can and cannot go, and you have fought to get something changed. I didn't even know this was a rule. Explain to people out there, maybe they got kids that are interested in going to the military academies, getting these fabulous educations, serving their country. Explain what the criteria was and how it's been changed. Well, sure. And, and, and let me start with what you just said, which is that one of the great privileges of, of representing Texas in the Senate is, is that I get under law to make nominations to the U.S. service academies. And Every year from the state of Texas, we get about a thousand kids who who, who want to go and who apply for those nominations. And I have a service academy advisory board that consists of, of veterans and service academy graduates who reviews all of those thousand recommendations. And in a given year, I have typically between 40 and 60 nominations that I can make. And I'll tell you, Clay, if, if you're ever discouraged about the direction of the country, Come spend an afternoon looking through these applications and the amazing young men and women in Texas who want to serve this nation and keep us safe. It, it, it will restore your faith in America. Now, you look at these service academy grads who are incredible young men and women. One aspect of the service academies that I think was incredibly unfair is for decades they've had in place a rule that if a female cadet gets pregnant, She's forced to do one of three things. She can either have an abortion, and she's effectively forced to have an abortion. Or number two, she can permanently legally surrender her parental rights with her child and give up her child. Or number three, she can involuntarily withdraw from the service academy and pay them back the cost of her education. Now, that rule, as far as I'm concerned, was stupid and wildly unfair. And, and so what I did is I teamed up with a Democrat. I teamed up with Kirsten Gillibrand, Democrat from New York, and we authored legislation called the Cadet Act to reverse that. And, and our legislation passed into law in December. And so just a couple of weeks ago, the Department of Defense formally instructed the service academies to reverse this policy so we're no longer forcing female cadets into three horrible choices – Instead, we're letting them serve our nation and also choose to be a mom if they make that choice. That's great. Really, really good to hear, Senator Cruz. Um, and I'm glad that people across the country are, are learning about this. Should have gotten more attention uh, sooner, I think. I uh, did want to ask you, though, sir, because y- you have been in courtrooms at the highest level. You understand courtroom drama. A lot of the country uh, that's been tuning into the news today, at least, has been seeing this Murdoch trial, the... Uh, accused trying to, you know, go back and forth with the prosecution here, uh, Alex Murdoch. What do you think? Is he helping himself with this, or is he probably sealing his fate based on what you've seen and, and on your legal expertise? So, so I will confess candidly that I, that I haven't watched it. So, so I want to be uh, cautious about giving legal commentary when I haven't seen it. I've seen that there have been headlines, but but I've frankly been. Uh, going back and forth in D.C. and Texas and on the road and just have, having had time to watch it. But uh, have you ever seen a defendant take the tr- take the stand against the wishes of counsel and actually help himself or herself? You know, look, it, it, it is a risky strategy. And any time a defendant takes the stand, it's a risky strategy. But then again, if a defendant doesn't take the stand, 
um, often jurors think there's a reason they're not taking the stand, that they're probably guilty. Now, as a matter of law, the jury is instructed they're not supposed to draw that inference, uh, that, that, that you have a right uh, not to testify against yourself and not to be forced to testify against yourself. And by the way, you know, America's quite unusual in having that right. If you, if you look at European countries, European countries, they can put you on the stand and ask you, you know, Clay, is it, is it true uh, that you committed this horrible crime? And, and if you refuse to answer, they can, they can lock you up for refusing to answer. Last question for you, Senator. I know you're busy. Uh, since we're talking about trials, the jury foreperson going and doing in Georgia, uh, basically yeah. CNN, MSNBC, all about this Trump investigation in the state of Georgia. You practiced high-level uh, appeals court law, everything else. What do you think the Democrats are contemplating down there in Georgia when they see this jury uh, foreperson doing all the interviews that she did? Well, look, well, I, I think her doing those interviews was incredibly foolish. Um, I think the effect of it is to benefit Donald Trump significantly because it's obvious that, that, that she is a partisan, that she is biased, and, and frankly, she certainly appears pretty loopy at the same time. Um, what that means is, is that if and when we see indictments come, uh, those indictments are going to be perceived as partisan and biased, and and maybe a little loopy too it 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 is similar to the effect of the biden classified documents listen one of the things i've talked about at great length on on the podcast i do every week verdict with ted cruz is that the biden department of justice i believe wants to indict donald trump that merrick garland i think he's the most political attorney general we've ever had i think he planned to indict donald trump and they were thrown a curveball when suddenly Joe Biden seemed to be discovering classified documents just about everywhere, including in the garage next to his Corvette, in his beach house. And you, know, you, you got to the point you wondered, where didn't Joe Biden keep classified documents in violation of law? And, and the complication there is now the Biden DOJ is in an, in an almost impossible political situation where they want to indict Trump, but it will look obviously like a double standard if they indict Trump and not Biden for similar conduct. I think the Democrats feel the same way about this jury forewoman. Is her showing her bias undermines the ability of the prosecution to go forward? I think it really lays bare what was going on. Outstanding stuff, Senator Ted Cruz. We appreciate you, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, gentlemen. God bless. If your cell phone service still with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you're spending too much money. Switch to Pure Talk and save nearly $1,000 a year. You'll get the same quality of service at a fraction of the price. If that sounds too good to be true, guess what? Pure Talk is the only wireless company to offer a 100% money-back guarantee. They're so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service. If you don't, they'll give you your money back. You also... Don't have to deal with the contract when you're working with Pure Talk. Pretty refreshing. And another bonus, U.S.-based customer service team. Instead of spending endless time on the phone, you can make the switch in as little as 10 minutes. You'll also be supporting a company, veteran-owned, that shares your values. How do you do it? Just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, to save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. 
Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless restrictions apply. See site for details. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees. That's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. 800-282-2882 on this Friday. If you want to chat with us uh, about any of the big stories of the day, obviously East Palestine very much on our minds. I'm sure many of you as well. Uh, the the Murdoch case, not uh, not on the mind of Senator Ted Cruz, but but many millions of other people are, are watching that play out right now. That cross-examination still going on. Hours. It start. It reminds me of uh, of my my polygraph exam, which went on for hours when I was getting uh, getting brought into the intelligence community. Just you know, the first hour you think you're pretty slick, you could answer all the questions. Once you get a few hours into something, you get tired, and that's when some mistakes can happen. Um, but you know, Clay, I, I think that the Biden administration recognizes East Palestine has been an issue for them. One thing that I'm I'm still trying to get a handle on is how. There aren't more stories connecting the dots on where the economy is right now 
Um, you've got still really high inflation. I was out when the new inflation numbers came out. I was on honeymoon, but I saw that. And you have all these companies that are uh, laying people off. Yeah. You've had stock market, you know, rough. It hasn't obviously crashed, but it's been rough. And there's just a general pullback. Everyone I speak to is saying, uh, who owns a business, runs a business, or works for a big company, oh, you know, revenue down, sales down, hiring freeze, all this. And it's like we're just getting ready for a big storm that's coming, but there's not a lot to talk about. I mean, here's CNBC's Joe Kernan saying that inflation is still as bad as it has been since the 80s. Play 12. What disturbed me today by what you were saying was, to go to the all-time high, we're going back to like 1980, and then to show that we're below the, the worst recent levels, we're like basis points away from the, from the worst, most recent levels. I mean, this is still bad. This is as bad as it's been since the 80s, and it's only moderated a little bit. Yeah. Are we becoming kind of numb to the economic pain here? It, it just feels like this should be a mu- There's no sense of urgency from this Biden administration about the fact that people are still struggling with day-to-day costs, and they're struggling because of decisions made by the government. Inflation is a government-created problem. Yeah, and and Buck, uh, in addition, and this is the one that I would say needs to be hammered home time after time, inflation is bad. Wage increase is even worse. So everybody who has been out there working as hard as they can, which is a huge part of our audience, Most of you, even if you have gotten wage increases, I think the average uh, income has gone up like 4% a year. The inflation rate is far above what you are earning more of as a salary, right? So your effective money that you have to spend has declined in the Biden administration, the likes of which we haven't seen since the 70s. And it's a little bit complicated, but when inflation is over 6%, and you're getting roughly a 4% wage increase, the buying power of your dollar is declining. And that's on top of, Buck, where I think a lot of people out there are dealing with this mortgage crisis, right, where you go from 3% to over 6%. A lot of you might have been interested in moving into new houses, and you're like, we can't afford to go to a 6% mortgage. We're just going to stay put, which is why the real estate market has basically dried up. And then you also add in the stock market is down fairly substantially, since Joe Biden came into office. That doesn't happen very often, Buck, where you're now into a third year of the Biden administration. And if you went out and bought stock because you were a big believer that Joe Biden was going to revitalize the American economy on the day that he went into office, you've lost a fairly substantial amount of money just by buying index funds or whatever else to say nothing of some of the huge collapses we've seen, for instance, in the tech industry and stock prices. Yeah, I mean, who's doing well right now? Green green energy, nonprofits, and uh, diversity and inclusion lecturers and educators? I mean, really, under the Biden administration, what group of people in the economy are feeling like things are going are going great? It's not the American people overall, that's for darn sure. Yeah, you're 100% right about that. And I think the biggest challenge as you associate that is this should be the story of 2024, right? The Biden regime is the incumbents in office. They are the story. They have failed. They're going to try to make Donald Trump the story or Ron DeSantis the story or whoever the nominee is. We can't let that happen. You have to judge Joe Biden as incumbent. Does he deserve a second term in office? 
unless you're a diversity inclusion uh, extraordinaire, the answer is no. That's the only people he's helped. Everything else has been a disaster for sure. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.